0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by BNC Bank. It felt almost preordained to be another epic classic and it will come down to
2: 48 minutes in boston
3: game seven i'm excited to redeem ourselves in front of our home crowd who doesn't love game seven so it's going to be exciting
4: the knicks extend their season of course game
3: six we got the same energy in the locker room we're going to be in this team together good the bad the wins and the losses
4: curry dribbling behind the back pulls for three and
5: that's it at the horn we are headed for a game six
3: the effort and the
6: competitiveness and the same fire we had tonight just get lost in the game down there because it's going to be a fun atmosphere.
7: You know Friday was was another opportunity for us to to see what we are and see what we're made of and to
3: go out there with the grit and the fight that we've had since we came together after the all star break
8: Welcome to NBA Today presented by PNC Bank. I'm Malika Andrews. We have an packed weekend ahead of us and I cannot wait we have so much to get to because after an abysmal start Jason Tatum he really turned things around down the stretch he saved the Celtics season so we have the keys to a huge game seven between Boston and Philadelphia but there, there's no game seven needed right for Denver the Nuggets of the first team to book a trip to the conference finals thanks to another monster performance from Nikola Jokic he put an end to the Sun season though so what's next for Kevin Durant and Phoenix and then the game we have have all been waiting for will Steph Curry and the Warriors will they be able to keep their quest to repeat alive or is LeBron James on his way to a 12th career finals appearance. That's kind of wild to say out loud right 12th career conference finals appearance. Well I know one thing for sure the countdown to that game six it is on my friends we have Kendrick Perkins in the building NBA senior writer Mark Spears is with us. Park, I'm in a great mood this fine Friday. You know
6: what? Why? Because it's
8: Friday? Because it's Friday. (laughs) Because we already have one game seven in the books. Because we have potential for at least two more to come along here. It's going to be so much fun. We have one game six. that's going down across the street tonight. So let's start there between the Lakers and the Warriors. What do you need to see from Steph Curry, Perk, to let us know, okay, this is going to seven?
6: Well, from Steph, I think it comes down to – him not trying to do it by himself because the Lakers are not going to allow him to go out there and have one of those performances we saw in Game 7 against the Sacramento Kings. I think with Steph, continue to trust his teammates, right? Continue to move the ball and continue to play with pace. Put pressure on the defense. And you know what? LeBron James and Anthony Davis are probably the two, at, uh, two best at blocking Steph shots, Right? And I think Steph should make him continue to block it, saying, I'm going to keep attacking the paint.
8: I think when we talk about the Warriors, we oftentimes mark it, and deservedly so, we talk about their big three. We talk about Steph. We talk about Clay, yeah. We talk about Gra- Draymond. But mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins is so key to what they're yes. able to do. He's officially listed as questionable for tonight's game. What's the latest there?
1: Ooh, Got a lot. I talked to uh, former NBA trainer, Max Benton. Mm. Talked to another NBA trainer, we can't say his name, a current NBA trainer. And they said a lot of it depends on the severity of his injury. Um, His injury's on the left side. So it makes elevation tough, but because he's a right-hand shooter, that helps a little bit. This thing takes forever to heal. It's hard to rotate. Um, and then when he gets hit, they could put something around it. But when it gets hit, that makes it even more painful. They could try to do an incortostal incart- nerve block and pain thing, but that's risky to do. Right. I probably said it wrong, but, you know. <laughs>
8: right. We're talking about something in the yeah. room area. Yeah. yeah. And, and
1: then it's a really hard crazy. time breathing. And, you know, he, he could take a pain injection and try to fight through it. And he guards LeBron, too. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough for him to get through this. Right.
8: And our Kendra Andrews is reporting that he's going to go through those pregame warm-ups, see how he's feeling. But it sounds like it's a pain tolerance.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. I heard he could play like two to five minute stints. Okay. Then have to come out. But it's it's really about how much pain can he deal with? Uh, Looney had this in 2019. But Looney ain't shooting jumpers and guarding LeBron, right. so this is this is a tougher injury. Guarding to LeBron
8: is a tall task. You can see right here LeBron James most field goal attempts by a primary defender, Wait, what he's shooting against each of these guys. Let's bring in senior writer Zach Lowe into the conversation. Uh, Zach, what do the Warriors need to do here to extend this series?
2: Yeah, you know we've reached a point in this series where. The Warriors want Anthony Davis in the pick and roll. They want two on the ball. Let's play four on three behind it. And the Lakers in the last game said, you know what? We're just going to keep it simple and start switching a lot more. And the Warriors can beat that defense. Steph can dribble by Anthony Davis and try to get by him and get layups. But I like when they mix in some of this stuff. Switch him. If he switched, there's Davis on Curry. Let's get into our split actions and make Anthony Davis run around. Make him run through some screens. There's a switch. Pump fake. Close out. Here here goes Steph, drop off, foul. It's a way to make sure that just the switching doesn't get the Warriors bogged down in just Steph going one on one, which he can do against those switches and do quite well. But then Clay kind of gets off to the side, Wiggins gets off to the side. Just mix in some of that driving stuff and then some of the classic Warriors stuff, except AD's on Steph. So you're making him run around off ball screens and things that he's not really used to as a big man so much.
8: All right, so let's go to the flip side things, Zach, because we know that the Lakers, they do not want to go up to the Bay Area for a game seven here. So how can they close it out at home tonight?
2: It's going to come down to a lot of things But transition points are huge For both these teams The half-court offense has been a slog Both these teams need to get out in transition For the Warriors, that means limiting turnovers For the Lakers, their first step in transition Has to be better D'Angelo Russell, you can't watch that shot go up you got to sprint back Because the Warriors are trying to run you out Of the building every single time down And here's Dennis Schroeder. He's trying to pick up Steph Curry, but you know what? I know that's your assignment. You can't always be picky. This is Steph Curry. He never quite gets back in front of him. With Steph, you just gotta find him and pick him up and figure out the matchups later. You don't have time to be picky and say, well, I'm supposed to be guarding him, and you're hmm. supposed to be guarding him. He's too dangerous. Transition defense has been a weakness for the Lakers all season. I just feel like whoever gets more transition points is probably going to win all these games. Mm-hmm.
8: That's the key. A little easier said than done. So that's how it could happen, Perk. Who's going to win tonight?
6: <laughs> you know I've been giving you Perk percentages all week in the last two weeks and since this series started. Run the tape. Yeah, Perk. Yeah.
8: It's been a minute since we've done perk percentages. What perk percentage yeah. chance do you give the Warriors to come back and win this series?
6: 0. Zero. They're done. They're done. And, and look, I say that with the utmost confidence in the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James. I want to applaud
2: Perk for his percentage consistency. Because the it's last time we did zero. this, yeah. he said the Lakers. He said the Lakers had a 100% chance
6: of coming out of the West. Yeah. And, and, and things are going accordingly. Zach, I, I, I need to know how you feel about that. Uh, I mean, it looks like I'm right again. I'm about to be <laughs> right again. I was wrong last night, but that wasn't a percentage. That was the prediction. Uh-huh. But here we are right now. Zach, I need to know what you, you, you know what I'm saying? How you feel my, about it? You what? Are- my Perk percentage for tonight? Yeah. Ooh. Yo, yo, Zach sandwich. You know, I'm not as definitive <laughs> yo, yo, as you, Perk. On, yo, I'm not a Zach, 100 or 0 kind of guy, okay? Yo, go but ahead. But
2: I'm going to pay it. I'm <laughs> going to pick... The Warriors to go on the road and win tonight, wow. I don't feel strongly about it. So all my percentage will be 60% Warriors, 40% Lakers. But if you're asking me to pick a winner, I think we're going seven. I think the old champions don't go quietly oh. into that good night, and we'll see what happens. Uh,
6: Zach, Zach, let me enlighten you on a few things that took that have taken oh, place. Please do. Okay. Please this, do. Over the last couple of games. Did did you see the IG post by Jermichael Green calling LeBron James' cap? Okay, well, LeBron saw it too and I, because I sent it to him, you know. <laughs> I sent it to him. I, I did. I wanted him to see it. I wanted it to be another Dylan Brooks situation. Also, it was a lot of people laughing at Anthony Davis for being, you know, rolled out on the wheelchair. You don't think he's going to have it on his mind. And on top of that, I've watched Steve Kerr make adjustments throughout the course of this series. He switched up his lineup. We don't think Darvin Ham is gonna make adjustments in this series. You don't think he have something in his back pocket ready to pull out? I do, I do. I'm very disappointed in you, Zach. I'm, I'm not because we always disagree, but not on Fridays. Are y'all gonna talk about
1: the elephant in the room? What is it? Like, Anthony Davis was on a wheelchair. And it's not a laughable manner, as you said. Why is it not a laughable manner? Because it's serious. a potential concussion. It's a very serious deal. I saw him gingerly walk out of the Chase Center. Mm. I trust the Lakers to make the right medical decision, but we'll see when the game starts where he is. And I, I have to see it based on what I saw just 36 hours ago. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd be stunned if all of a sudden he was 100% ready to go and and the Lakers need that. Well, well in order Mark, to I the thought series.
6: you said the elephant in the room. I thought you was actually trying to make a joke about me, but I'm glad you was talking about AD. But I I'm not banking see, on I'm fellow big guy. I ain't gonna see, do that to But you. see, I'm not banking on AD tonight. I'm banking you on the cane. You have I'm to. banking on LeBron James. I feel like yeah. tonight is going to be one of those nights where he's going to be trending, going viral, mm. and we're going to appreciate mm. and you're going to be ratings.
8: sending him his clips.
6: And who's guarding him? No, I, I, yeah. And Wiggins, yeah, with, with the real. Bro. Ooh, He's that's what we got to play the
8: game. The game six, it's going down tonight. To. Still to come, though, oh, on you, our you show. Nervous, a little bit. The great Mark Jones. I think he said it best. Tatum may not always be there when you call, but he is always on time. Hey, the Celtics take momentum right. back uh, for Game Seven. Well, I was so a little happy. off. You hit, you, know, you hit that I'd, one. I didn't warm I'm up. So happy we, so happy. We, got we, we got singers in the back. They are on the brink again tonight in South Beach. How can New York force a Game Seven? Zach Lowe. He has some thoughts. On that. Plus, Jokic, the Nuggets, they knocked out the Suns last night. So I'm hearing, Perk, you may have spied something? Yeah. Ooh, all that and more. NBA Today continues after this.
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom, on Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza.
6: Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small.
8: Perk, last night Jason Tatum he personified it is not how you start it is how you finish mm-hmm. and both of us we thought maybe Philadelphia could get it done yeah. let's head there now and see how this went down Jason Tatum getting ready for this one he started off incredibly slowly the Sixers they kept coming we're going to pick this one up in the fourth quarter where things got really spicy
6: absolutely ooh Joel and B with the Elijah one fadeaway right there the big Philly getting to his spots Knocking down shots. He wanted it last night. Look, faked the, hand, faked the pass, got his pu- one-dribble pull-up. He was phenomenal.
8: This was the problem, right? According to Second Spectrum, he didn't get a single touch in the final three minutes and 55 seconds of the game.
6: It, it was a huge problem, but this was also a problem. Tyrese Maxey, you cannot go for that steal and leave Jason Tatum for a wide open three in the corner. Right. That's what got him going.
8: It doesn't matter that he was 0 for 6 up until that point because you see one go through. A shooter like that, you're going to see it, it will go through, and you're going to hit another one.
6: Absolutely, and you know what? Jason Tatum has done a great job of actually punching in the clock. Working on his stamina, his body, and guess what? In the fourth quarter, when it mattered the most, he showed why he's the franchise guy for this franchise.
8: He showed up. He showed out. Let's take a listen to Jason Tatum after the game.
3: I mean, I'm being transparent. It was frustrating, right? You want to win so bad, you want to play so well, and you know shots not falling, things just not necessarily going your way, and you want it. You want it so bad. Um, But trying to stay present, trying to stay in the moment, trying to do other things. And every time out, every huddle, you know, my teammates telling me the next one going in, keep, you know, rebounding, keep getting assists, keep getting blocks, um, keep impacting the game. It's going to come, it's going to come. So that, you know, that was helpful. And just believing that, you know, um, the next one is going in, it's cliches, you know, that sounds, um, it's kind of as simple as that. Um, And really all it took was one to kind of like, you know, get that off my back.
8: So after scoring just three points, one of 13 shooting through the first three quarters, he came back alive in the fourth, 16 points, and then the 76ers, they scored just 13 points in that same quarter. So, Zach, you were actually in the building for this game six. I love what Jason Tatum said to our Cassidy Hubbard, that humbly, I, I'm one of the best basketball players in the world. He had some timely buckets. That's what I've been waiting on. What was the key for Boston to get the win last night, Zach? Oh,
2: Uh, It was one of the keys. I love the adjustment of starting Rob Williams and getting maximum overlap with his minutes and P.J. Tucker's minutes so he can play that rover role on defense, protecting the rim, blotting out the sun like he did last year when the Celtics rode their defense all the way to the finals. I kept waiting for that double big lineup to come back, wondering where it went, and they finally pulled the trigger on it last night. Boston plus nine in 19 minutes with Al Horford and Robert Williams on the court at the same time. They will almost certainly, I would expect, start that same group Mm. in game seven. And now the adjustment for Philadelphia is, do you rejigger your rotation at all to make it harder for them to play Rob Williams? So we'll see. The chess match continues in Boston. I can't believe we're getting to Game 7. I'm so excited. I know.
8: Game 7, the two best words in sports. But you said yesterday, Perk, you thought Celtics were finished. And I I said I thought that Philadelphia had all the momentum going Mm -hmm. into that game, and I thought that they were going to pull it out. Both of us were wrong. So now it all comes down to 48 minutes. At home to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals for Boston. What do you think your biggest question is heading into this Game Seven, sir?
6: Well, we talked about Joel and B not touching the ball the last like four minutes of the fourth quarter, not yeah. getting a single shot. And I remember when I was when I was on the Celtics and we had KG and we was matched up with the Cleveland Cavaliers and KG was matched up with ja- uh, Antoine Jameson. And Doc Rivers came into the locker room into the film room and he said, "We're going to go to you." and you're going to take 20 to 25 shot attempts on the low Mm. block. That's what has to happen for the Philadelphia 76ers. Like I, I feel like Doc has to overemphasize that Joel Embiid needs to get 25 to 30 shots in this game seven in order for him, in order for Philly to have a chance to get the win. He's the MVP.
8: Yeah. He's the most.
6: He's the best player on your team, and one of the best players in the world. You have to ride with him until the wheels fall off. Yeah. Doc has to overemphasize that.
8: I don't know, Zach. There's, there's. I just have a feeling after what happened in Game Five, the Celtics. They have all the momentum going back into this game. The 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 76ers already won one that they were not supposed to win in Game Five. What are you looking at as this key to the Game Seven?
2: I think they won one they weren't supposed to win in game one without the MVP. And in game four, when Boston had a late lead and looked like they were going to wrench control of the series away from Philly. I'm looking for this. Very simple. James Harden has had two transcendent games, three bad games, and one normal good game. And I've said all year, for the most part, with the MVP on their team, They just need a normal good James Harden game and they're very, very hard to beat. I don't need to see 45 and eight in game seven, but give me 20 and 10, Mm. 18 and 12 on something that's not four of 16, three Mm -hmm. of 15. If they can just get stable good James Harden, I think they have a good shot to go into Boston and win game seven. At least gives themselves a chance. They're underdogs and they should be underdogs. But he's been so up and down. Just land me here. And let's take a shot
8: at it. Hmm. So if we can get here, James Harden, if we can get the <laughs> MVP, Joel Embiid, perhaps they still have a fighting chance. One team, though, that we know is not heading to a Game 7, it's the Denver Nuggets. They Ooh. shut down Booker and the Suns last night to advance to the Western Conference Finals. So, Big perks. you spied something last night? Absolutely. Oh, we're going to get into that coming up here on NBA Today. And then speaking of the Suns, I mean, what's next for them, right? We take an inside look at Kevin Durant's career outlook after a disappointing series loss. Plus the NBA Draft Lottery. It is only five days away, my friends, and we take a look at a player who has been called the best prospect ever. NBA Today, back after the break.
6: Got some big shoes to fill.
2: Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
3: Our mentality was take it. They're not going to give it to us. we got to go out there and take it. You can't be afraid of greatness. You have to go out there and challenge greatness.
4: Got the offensive rebound and the stick back. He is totally controlling this game right now. He made that look easy. Jokic finds Murray, corner three. It's good.
3: We're just going to keep doing what we do and play our game. And we came in here with confidence and we're going to keep doing that. You know, we know what we're capable of.
7: They came out and hit us in the mouth. We couldn't recover. We just got to be better next year.
6: Welcome back to NBA Today. Presented by PNC Bank.
8: It is time for today's driven performance presented by Duncan. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. I mean, they were flat out dominant last night. They closed out the Suns to advance to the Western Conference Finals. Denver put up 81 points before halftime, scoring the highest first half on the road team in playoff history. And then Jokic, he finished with 32-12-10, and tying an NBA record with his third triple-double of the series. So here's Michael Malone. Uh,
3: Our mentality was take it. I mean, they're not going to give it to us. we got to go out there and take it. You're playing against a team with their backs against the wall, facing elimination. Uh, you just can't show up and think you can just arrive at this game and work your way into it. We weren't satisfied winning the first round. We're not satisfied now. Our goals are much bigger than getting to the Western Conference Finals, but uh, we're definitely heading in the right direction.
7: And I think it's a defense. You know, they score 100 points. Uh, that's something that, especially at their place, at the... Like I said, we were just aggressive. The mindset was really, 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 really uh, high level. Actually, I'm going to watch my horse is racing in Copenhagen in Sunday, so I'm going to watch that. My friend who is driving uh, racing tomorrow in Italy, so I'm going to watch that.
8: This is wild. Nikola Jokic averaged a 34-point triple-double in this series. He's been playing at a Hall of Fame level this whole postseason. He has four games with 25 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. That's one shy of matching the most in a single postseason all time, which is just insane.
6: Yeah, Malika, usually I only spy one time a week, Mm. but because of this, I had to spy twice and I spy times. Yeah, two times, two times. I'm Kendrick Perkins, better known as Big Perk, and nothing gets past me. Freeze! Just when you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem, I spy it all. Tear the hell off. That's right, back like I forgot something. I spied (laughs) something, not just in last night game, but for the series. And yes, I have on these glasses, and that's not to block out the comments of the Denver Nuggets people coming at me, but that's actually because this is my moment. Big Perk, spy with Big Perk. I spy with Big Perk, and I spy something last night. I actually, I witnessed greatness. Here we go, roll the film. I spied the point center and Jokic. Look at this. Fake it, bring the ball up. You give me room, hand down. Well, hand up. I'm a dot your eye from the three. What center is doing this in the league? No one. A UCLA cut coming down into a screen and roll. He's not the screener. He's actually coming off the screen. And watch the beautiful live pass to Aaron Gordon. We haven't seen this before ever in life. Here we go again. Jokic. Think we're going simple dribble handoff? Oh, fakes it. Little floater in the lane. What I spied throughout this series and last night, we have a new sheriff in town. And that means by the best player in the world, and that is Jokic.
8: Oh, a new sheriff in town. Well, yeah. Can he borrow your glasses?
6: Yeah, I, I don't think he wants. them. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he I want thought you yet. said he had swag. He yeah, he got swag, but I don't think he won him yet. You oh, know what I okay. mean? I'm still trying We're to still
8: get on his good side. Point. Well, then to the other side, though, Kevin Durant. I mean, he averaged just over 42 minutes per game this postseason. That's the most of any player. And he became the sixth 34-year-old to average 40 minutes per game in a postseason since the NBA-ABA merger. Our Brian Windhorst has more on Kevin Durant.
4: Durant lets it go. no. My goodness, is he spectacular? Oh, what a move
0: by Durant! With Kevin Durant, it always felt like there was time. For a player so gifted, so resilient, and with a skill set that promised to age with grace, it always felt like there were several more chapters to write.
6: I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am.
0: The Achilles tear in 2019, which would cost him two years, was unfortunate. But it couldn't define him. He would come back strong. He's Kevin Durant. And of course, he did.
4: Three on the way. Hey, KD! Boy, Durant's poetry in motion.
0: His triumphant 2021 was inspiring, as he proved he defeated the nasty injury. I
7: don't think I to show anybody anything. I I'm mean, just going to come out there and just boot.
0: That playoff run with the Nets, his 34-point scoring average, Durant, jumper, pure, his jaw-dropping shooting percentages, and those 40-point games took down the Celtics. He followed it with a seven game classic against the Bucks. His 48 points in game seven was
6: right, rises at
0: the baseline, shoots and scores. was a toe away from being iconic.
7: The beauty of our profession is we get up and keep going. So, you know, we get ready for, for next year.
0: But now the years suddenly feel like they're sliding by. Last year was misery. James Harden decided he was done in Brooklyn and forced his way out. Kyrie Irving fought vaccine rules as much as he did opponents, and the hapless sweep by the Boston Celtics left Durant with another lost season.
6: Kevin Durant got pumped.
0: In the following months, he'd make two trade demands wrapped around Irving's own forced departure as the Brooklyn experiment disintegrated. Now, 2023 has ended in yet another disappointment. The Suns, where Durant got himself traded in a mid-season power move, were eliminated by the number one seed Denver Nuggets. Before we see Durant again, he'll see his own 35th birthday. And for the fifth straight year, he'll see someone else lift the trophy. When he's out there, there's still almost no one better. But his age is showing. Over the last three years, he's averaged just 46 games as knee, hamstring, and ankle injuries have slowed him. He's played with a string of superstars since taking the leap and leaving the Warriors. It's yet to get him where he so badly wants to go. Durant has an act left in his career, there is no doubt. But he's still looking for the storybook ending.
8: The Phoenix Suns have a lot of questions to answer this offseason. And today, Monty Williams and Chris Paul Paul spoke about their futures in Phoenix.
1: I just told you that every time you lose a game, you lose it for various reasons. We didn't lose it against Milwaukee because they adjusted to our passing. We lost to Milwaukee because they beat us. And Giannis had 50 points. Uh, We lost to Dallas because they had a great night against us. Last night we lost because they adjusted. We didn't make shots. And we were playing in transition a lot. Um, if you're looking for someone to blame, you can look at me. Um, do I what?
3: My contract not up, but I, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, I'm not the, the GM or anything like that. You know what I mean? So we'll see.
8: All right. Bringing Zach Lowe back into mm. the conversation here. Zach, what is next here for the Phoenix Suns?
2: A whole lot of retooling around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and as long as those two are healthy the Suns are going to win a lot of games they're not in danger of any sort of big time fall off but they're thin and the injuries just killed them in the playoffs to Chris Paul and DeAndre and and to me the biggest question that comes out of this series is What are they going to do about DeAndre Ayton? Because it just went sideways at the worst possible time. Perk's eye spy segment, he spied it. Everybody, the body language, every time DeAndre Ayton does something is just awful. You can see the bench reacting like, oh my God, again with this guy. And it just feels like it's run its course there. And he was supposed to be a young cornerstone. Someone who would, alongside Devin Booker, Keep that organization at a level of winning and stability that all those draft picks out the door wouldn't be so painful when Kevin Durant gets older and Chris Paul is out of the league and retired. Well, if that's, if that's a wild card now, they've got to rectify that situation somehow with a trade, with just repairing the relationship with Aiden, with getting him back on track because he just wasn't good enough in this series. And that is a big, big piece of their future. Really the biggest part of it, other than Booker, that they held on to in the Durant trade. So to me, that's the biggest story
6: coming out of this series. I, I mean, I wouldn't even second guess it. That would be the first thing I would do is, tra- is trade DeAndre Ayton. It's no repairing this. For what, though? He don't, he for don't, where? Where? You can find something. You can find something. You can find something you for you him. better. I mean, He's the number one, he was the number one pick. He's still a guy that could go out there and get you 20 and 10, no matter how much of a liability he is on defense, my God. But when I think about this, and I think about the culture of the Phoenix Suns, who is running this right now? James Jones, right? And I think about the culture that he came from: the Miami Heat, Pat Riley, Eric Spoelstra. Like, you have to be a certain type of player, and he looks for a certain type of player for us to fit that culture. And DeAndre Ayton is not it. Maybe it fits somewhere else, but it's not there. I will start off by trading them first.
8: We just showed everyone the the options that Phoenix has here. They're trade assets, they're movable assets, and one of them on the full screen, a person, Chris Paul. And Chris Paul, after he spoke to reporters today, he went out and he started getting some shots up. You can see him here. This is after he spoke with reporters in his exit interview. What more can you tell us about Chris, Mark?
1: Well, I expect the Suns to be extremely respectful about his situation. He's got a great relationship with James Jones, got a great relationship. With Monty Williams. He's a future Hall of Famer. I mean, they're going to handle it with care. And I'm hearing they're not in a rush to push him out. I mean, you got to remember the asset that he does have. Yeah. You know, you don't just give him away. So I I expect them to opt in whether he remains there. I think right now they do want him to stay. But, you know, the Suns have added more uh, people to their front office, like Gerald Mackins as assistant GM, hiring more scouts. Uh, They got more resources now. And right now it seems like. I think they want to add to this group rather than disband it at the moment.
0: Mm. Park?
6: No, I was just saying, if people find it weird weird that Chris Paul is taking shots after he just finished his interview— It's because basketball is your sanctuary. Mm. So sometimes just getting out there on the floor just to relieve stress or or clear your mind, it's just—it's the sanctuary for players.
8: Obviously, we didn't see him as he continued to work back from that groin injury, but he looks like he is starting to at Mm -hmm. least get to that point, which is very different than being able to play in game shape. But Phoenix has a lot of decisions to make this offseason. And speaking of Phoenix, still to come on our show, we're actually going to head out there to check in on Brittany Griner's preseason debut. That is set for tonight. Don't go anywhere.
4: WNBA player Brittany Griner is being detained in Russia. We will not stop hoping for the day when we can welcome her home safely.
0: We are. BG.
4: Brittney Griner on her way home back to the United States.
0: It's just a happy day for me and my family, so I'm gonna smile right now.
3: <laughs> I want to thank everyone. It feels so good to be here. Let's keep fighting to bring home every American still detained overseas.
8: a developing story. Brittany Griner is expected to play in her first preseason game tonight. The Mercury are at home taking on the Sparks, which means Chanae Agumake, and you can see her at shoot around today. Griner did not travel to the team's first preseason game in Seattle, so this will actually be her first game action since the 2021 WNBA Finals. You can see Britney Griner's official return to the court a week from tonight as the WNBA begins their 27th season. The Mercury are in LA to take on Shanae Gumake and the Sparks. are coverage. I have the pull I think we
4: both do. Yeah. It
8: begins at 11 Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Plus for the first time.
4: With the series shifting back to the Big Apple, different vibe with the Knicks trailing Miami three games to one. Randall will turn around. Gets the bounce, big time shot. RJ Barrett
3: reads it. You got to scratch and claw and do whatever you can to win the game.
4: What a metamorphosis here at MSG. Jalen Brunson got a three.
2: In an elimination game, everything matters.
8: The Knicks extend their season.
2: This is great, but uh, you gotta get one down there.
8: I cannot wait. The first game of our game six doubleheader tonight on ESPN with the Knicks trying to avoid elimination as they visit the Heat. That is on 730 Eastern. So, Zach, how do the Knicks take this series to a game seven?
2: Well, they got to do a lot of little things. That's been the story Mm -hmm. of the series. The Heat have done a lot of little things a little better. But one thing I'd pinpoint is play faster. Push after rebounds, push after makes. Even if it just leads to Jalen Brunson going one-on-one. When they got earlier in the shot clock, the Heat couldn't load up their entire defense against Jalen Brunson, clogging the paint, swiping at his dribble. When they went faster, they got better shots. When they got stuck in the mud, that plays to the Heat's advantage. So just amp up the pace a little bit. And
6: see what you do in South Beach. And, and to follow up with that, know who your second best player is, and that's R.J. Barrett outside of Jalen Bronson. It's not Julius Randle, and I think R.J. Barrett on both ends of the floor has been doing a tremendous job. And I got to credit Jalen Bronson because it's his leadership. It's bringing out the best in R.J. Barrett. If you could, if they could get this R.J. Barrett that they got in the garden the other night, yeah. the Knicks are going to extend this to seven.
8: Well, Brunson Julius. Randall, R.J. Barrett—they combined to score 88 points in that game five. Can they run it back? That is the question. Oh, but I why I like Because it's Friday, <laughs> we like excited Zach coming up here on NBA Today. We have something else exciting for you—an exclusive look into Victor Wembanyama's path to the NBA with the lottery only five days away. Have this, you looked Wembanyama yet?
6: Yeah, Wembanyama. Oh, mm-hmm.
8: we're, we're going. Days. That's how far away we are from finding out which team will have the lottery balls bounce their way and win the right to draft Victor Wembanyama, a once-in-a-generation talent who has the potential to shift the entire balance of the NBA for years to come. So our Jonathan Gavoni he takes a closer look on what makes this seven-five phenom the first can't-miss talent since LeBron James.
1: This is the cheat code. This is not fair. Hey now, Victor Wembanyama.
7: Bon, du coup, t'as suivi un peu les, je dirais les derniers résultats, les classements de NBA. Ouais. Parce que là, aujourd'hui, le, le top 3 par le bas, hein, on est sur... Euh, Spurs, des 3 Alors, sur la ligue, et, et, euh, et dans l'ordre. Houston, Houston 30 des D3 29e, Charlotte 28e.
4: Hype is something that I associate with a circus barker that's trying to inflate something and trying to puff up something to sell. There's no hype with this. This is fact. <laughs> She looks like someone who is kind of a product of what the new Hooper is supposed to look like. I've seen him take one foot runners from three, blocking six shots, dunking everything. Like it's incredible.
3: Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like, like an alien. I don't know what his nickname
4: is, the The future.
6: definitely the Seven
4: foot five. French basketball phenom Victor Wembanyama is an intoxicating prospect. Wembanyama, turn around from the elbow. That's unguardable. The 19 year old possesses a unique five tool skill set rarely seen in the NBA a combination of size, athletic ability, handles, shooting range, and defense. Punched
2: out of here. Wembanyama says, no, no, no.
4: In the old days, when there was breakdown drills for skill work, coaches would say, all right, guards on this end, big guys on the other. Those days are over. And I think the international players that, frankly, were ahead of American basketball in having all players do everything.
7: I feel like I got so much to express on the courts. I'm excited to. <laughs> I know I got a lot to show.
4: Lembanyama grew up just outside of Versailles, about 40 minutes from Paris, and started playing organized basketball at seven years old. His mother, Elodie, played professional basketball in France, and his father, Felix, was a track and field athlete.
7: The role they played, they never tried to interfere too much with basketball, because they know it's often problematic when parents, you know, try to interfere too much with their kids' career.
4: In 2019, Wembanyama Nyama made his pro debut at the age of 15, playing for Nanterre 92 in the EuroCup League. Oh, he'll on oh, he'll
7: the oh, he'll the
4: for the last three seasons, Wemba Nyama has been playing in Pro A France, the highest tier French pro basketball league. This year, he's leading the league in points per game, rebounds and blocks.
7: Playing professional basketball in Europe is kind of special because there's really high expectations. I've always been the young guy. I realized that if I'm aggressive, they got nowhere to stop me except to foul. The most important thing, stay true to the game. I believe we always talk about like the game gods. And if you disrespect the game gods, then karma is a mug. Stay even kill and just continue to work. Um, I think it'll all work out for you. We may think of him as
4: one of the best players to ever live when he's all said and done, if he stays healthy.
7: I've always known I'd wanted to be at the top. Being an important person for a franchise or the face of a franchise, I'm just keeping it real and I know things are gonna go well.
8: The regular season finale for Victor Luen Banyama and his Metropolitan's 92 team. He's playing right now, though, Perk. It's just incredible what he's able to do. His size, his ability, his skill set.
6: Oh, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. You know what? When he get here to the States, I'm going to one of his games. I'm paying my hard-earned money.
8: We're going to be going to a whole lot of his games, and we get to see who is going to be taking him in the NBA draft. The lottery takes place. You can see the schedule here. The same day his team is in action against Paris, and then the actual draft, the 22nd, and then we have the start of Summer League. We're going to be there.
6: Yeah, I I thought about taking off that week, but I'm going to go just because of him.
8: We're all going to be there. We'll be back in 60 seconds with a very special guest.
1: NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank, rooted in communities, big and small.
8: So that's right. Across the street tonight, we're going to have the Warriors and the Lakers game six on ESPN. Can the Warriors force a game seven tonight? Well, you know what, Perk? I have a major Warriors fan in the building today. It's not, we're not talking about my family. We're talking about 49ers, George Kittles, who is in the building. Oh, that's
6: who was hogging my green room this morning. I was that.
8: hog in the green room yeah no, all right no, but it's cool George oh, yeah. we've seen you pull up at a whole lot of Golden State games over the from last time to time from time to time over <laughs> yeah, the yeah, last couple bit. of years but this year I mean talking trash talk with LeBron what what is being said what are your predictions for tonight's game
5: well so I was making I made sure LeBron had his back to me before I boot him because I don't <laughs> need to inspire him to do anything uh no he's been playing fantastic uh, you know, just that that whole arena, Warriors, the fans, the Bay Area—they're just such fun experiences, such fun games to go to. And I like being on—you know—I like being on the field with the fans cheering on me. But I also like to be a fan sometimes and cheer on guys like Steph and Clay, and honestly, my favorite guy in the team, Looney—just an absolute stud. Who do we got tonight? Who do I got tonight? Yeah. Oh, dude, Warriors got it right where they want him. Are you kidding me? Oh. I see, like, Wiggins is a little questionable. The rib cartilage, I played through that, never missed a game because of it, so he's going to be just fine. Okay. But you know what? Looney's going to go off for about 15 boards tonight. And uh, it's game six, right? So that means it's, uh, I think it's when Clay shows up.
8: Oh, yeah, game six, Clay. Except we had an early uh, visit from Zendaya earlier in this game. Tom
5: Holland. Yeah, that's more important for me. Tom Holland is important (laughs) for me. yeah.
8: Yeah. I (laughs) mean, and,
6: I'm a little aggressive well. right now. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to steal this drip for the finals. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, I, yeah. This, this is it. This is it right here. You can sneak into this one. Uh, well, I don't know about if I could sneak in anywhere,
8: but <laughs> I'm
6: a, I could put it on. For so in sure. a
8: game of one on one,
6: don't start that, Malika. You I, know, come on. You saw what happened yesterday. I don't play basketball and sports no more. I talk about it. Okay. I used to when you played for the Thunder.
5: I, I used to go to Oklahoma City Thunder games Oops. and so I watched them play. Okay.
8: And your thoughts were? Oh, absolute
5: savage! Just dominate the paint, be as physical as you can, and get as many fouls as you can.
8: <laughs> See, now he doesn't—he doesn't mind so much that you took his green room at six. No, no, not at all.
6: We're, hey, we're friends here. They got snacks in there. That's the great, great thing about it: Snickers, roots, all right, George. Rice Krispies.
8: Oh, yeah. we got—do we have more Rice Krispies left? Not anymore. I, love <laughs> Rice Krispies. I do. I have some friends of mine who I know want to say hi. Our friends over at NFL Live Field Yates Field. What do you have for George?
5: Oh. Oh, dang. Well, I'm not. Don't put me up there. Like I got some work to do still. No, not yet. Wow, that's crazy. Dang. Well, I mean, Jerry Rice is the best receiver in the history of the NFL. You got Joe Montana, just an absolute stud. Goodness gracious. I got to go with either my guy Jerry or Steph because when you see Jeff uh, Steph just put up 50 burgers it's pretty crazy I will say that it's I mean, consistent too.
8: And the the, the the pace in which he is just running around oh, every single okay. game never I'm stops up, moving. Okay. Four
6: championships too that doesn't oh, suck. Oh I can't take it I can't take it I can't take this Bay Area energy it's just too much it's, it's too much.
8: There's never too much Bay Area energy field.
5: Uh, well, actually, the first thing I always look at is uh, where am I playing in December and how cold is it going to be? <laughs> I really appreciate playing in California where it's warm all the right. time, great weather. But, uh, you know, we, we get the Eagles early December. I can't wait for that one. We get to go to Washington uh, week 17, looking forward to that one. But we get to play on we get to play on Christmas Day and on Thanksgiving Day, so first time I my career for that. Ooh. Really looking forward to that one. Mm.
8: Well, we know a little something about playing on Christmas Day over on yeah. the NBA side, so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. George, thank you so much for joining us. Field and the NFL Live. Crew, why don't you guys take it away? We will be at the draft lottery and all over the finals. see See
5: you guys.